Come on, butcher. You guys got any mouth up there? No, I don't have mouth. I, I have, I have, I have, a, I give you a T-bone. I, I got a ribeye. $15.99 a pound. I'm trying to get some mouth going wild. Come on, come on, come on. Come to the store, please. Thank you. Five meats. I need some cheek for tonight. A shank and some cheek. A shank and some cheek? What, lamb shank? That's what the recipe calls for. I didn't invent it. I'm oh. just trying to cook it. Yeah, man. <laughs> There's nothing we can do for you, man. What do you got? Uh, you got some mouth up our... What the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> this is like a fucking robot. <laughs> Hello, butcher. Yeah, I need some chuck. Excuse me, sir. What's going on? You keep calling the store here. This is like the third time you call here. No. Yeah, it's the same person. What's going on? No, my name's Smiley. I haven't phoned you before this. Yeah, the same number. I'm at a payphone. I'm looking for Chuck. For oh, tonight. you're in a payphone. That's what it's going through. Yeah. What, what are you looking for, sir? I need some tongue going wow. Okay, sir, do you have anything better to do? Well, just give me my tongue. Okay, don't I'm... call. Don't call here no more. Listen to me. Okay, do not call here no more. Don't call here. <laughs> Podcast pitcast. Uh, this is Mossman and Bob, and we're get uh, we're joined. What's this up, week, everybody? Joined this week with Mr. Nick Rohr, who's uh, come here to my humble abode to do a little singleton solo con. Uh, what wrap up with us? Yeah. So thanks. Welcome to the pitcast. Uh, no Carter this week, so you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> by, by popular demand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's been annexed from the group. Exiled. Sent to the exile zone. He's, um, he's been buried. So we were just doing a little bit of this revised 40, and Bob put the boots to me. I was busy having fun playing Skyrim, and Bob comes to my house and says, Hey, can I ball you with this? I'm like, sure, let me just uh, put a deck together real quick. Then he does, like, multiple mind twists, three or four soul rings. It turn two, seems like vampire. the thing to do. Uh, yeah, man. Quick, Bob, tell us quick five and oh. savory brew here. Uh, well, it's got the rack. It's got hippies. It's got a shitload of soul rings, juggernauts. Uh, the only money card is one demonic tutor because you can only ball so hard. You like to live dangerously. I'll live dangerously, but I'm not going to live uh, ridiculously. So <laughs> uh, I got a drain life for two, a, a terror, terror. Nightmare, Sanger Vampire, all the all the greatest hits in terms of... Uh, it's sort of like... I, I mean, I'm drawn to the deck because I want to play more anti, so I get Demonic consultate, or demonic to, uh, uh, Attorney and Contract from Below. So I think playing out my hand, making five mana off Dark Rituals, casting <laughs> Demonic Tutor for Contract was a strong play against Moss. He conceded immediately. Yeah, there's no need to play. He also conceded to 
every mind twist that was cast, effectively. Yeah. <clears throat> There's no need to keep playing. I'm trying to play Lightning Bolt that deck and, like, attack with an Orcish Artillery or a cast a Rock of Courageous or something. <laughs> I think... Same format, Bob. <laughs> uh, hey, man, don't blame me. Blame the uh, assholes out west, but... No, uh, blame I you know, I think that you're going to walk into a lot of matchups where you're like, okay, I can't interact with this at all. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was this about? And you'll get a card tattooed with a, you know, uh, sophomoric uh, sure. artwork or something or some sort of Longmont Potion Castle reference. But, <laughs> well, That's if we lose to you, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can guarantee it. You, you folks, this is sort of the cult of Longmont at, at this table here, oh, yeah. which is actually huh. kind of fun, so... Nick Nick was uh, well aware of, of Longmont. Long long oh, yeah. <laughs> Big fan. Um, anyways, I, I think what I would try next, I, I like the idea with the racks and the discard, but I would do balance, so that way I have a little bit of hedge against your mind twists or anybody's mind twists. Sure. Um, and then just go pink with bolts, bolts and balances, and the rest <laughs> can solve itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't Same work format. if you're anteing the lightning bolt in every game. So. Well, yeah, well, I mean, I had 11 or 12 of them in the deck, so... That'll happen. Okay. So yeah. enough of that horseshit format. Shall we talk about another horseshit ultra-niche <laughs> format, which was Singleton? It's like we've gotten infected from these San Francisco folks, yeah. really. They've, uh, yeah, they've... The disease is spread. Seriously. And Chicago's ground zero for all their jank formats right now. <laughs> We had a great time at the, uh, well, SoloCon. Do you want to talk about where that inspiration came from, Mossman? Um, yeah, you wanted to call it SingletonCon, and I'm like, that sounds horrible. It's called it SoloCon. That's right. <laughs> and that was how the committee decided that. <laughs> That's right. And, and also, you <laughs> kinda, you, you've kind of you've had a long-time boner for Star Wars, too. So. Oh, yeah, it's a long boner for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long, long time ago boner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it was just, you know, we, we again, to, to harp on the beasts here, we used their rule set that they devised and tested. Um, you played in the event out of Pescadero. I did. It and, was a uh, long, long day of really terrible decks and interactions. I played a mono blue artifacts deck with, like, a, three different combos jammed into it. <laughs> Uh, Just in case. Yeah, well, uh, for the eventualities where <laughs> nothing happens. I, it was kind of crazy, though. I won one match by uh, copy artifact, my own millstone, yeah. and, like, milling them out, out with two millstones, which is unbeatable in this format, really. And then <laughs> another game, I uh, j had the Jandor Saddlebags uh, uh, time vault combo, <laughs> which was... Pretty epic. Animated time wall. Yeah. That's cool. So that was because yeah, you can't. So, so you can make infinite mana, but you can't infinite brain geyser them, right? You there's no brain geyser. Blue. Yeah, there's no brain geyser. So you had to use uh, uh, what's the other card? Rocket launcher. Uh, yeah, I did play rocket, yeah, rocket launcher. Yeah. So that was that was the other combo I built in there, and then I also had trike coffin. So yeah, that was fun. I played a different uh, artifact based deck. This time around, it was mono, it was like mono red artifacts. It was sort of controlly uh, for that go around, but uh, it was good good time. I went three and three, had some interesting things happen. I kind of stalled out against Nick here. Oh, um, yeah, with the reveal of the hand of just like 
I think it was like a full seven mountains. Yeah, you were at sixteen so. lions. <laughs> full grip of mountains. Yeah, yeah. Range. I felt I was doing good. Like I, I had a good opening hand. I felt like I was playing good magic, but then. When he shows me his hand, I'm like, that doesn't really feel like No, Well, I'm there sweating it. Like, here we go. <laughs> it was actually closer than you might think because I had Land's Edge out. Mm -hmm. And oh, I had six, six lands in my hand, but he was stuck at 16 life. I yeah. couldn't do any better than that. Yeah. So 12 damage didn't really do anything. Yeah. But and I guess we should back up here and just reiterate what the rules were. So it was right. obviously uh, singleton rules, meaning uh, other than basic lands, it's one ofs in your deck, 60 card deck. Um, and then the rounds were 40 minute, one game, no sideboard, no nothing. Yeah, so one just, winner takes all game. Yeah, which I actually like that aspect. You liked that? I like it was a little more streamlined. I feel like as a social element, sometimes social. You, get, you get stuck in a game. You know what I mean? You get stuck in your round sometimes and everybody, it's like, they're up talking and like yeah. drinking and like, oh, I haven't seen you since the last event. Yeah. Been. But sometimes you get stuck. And that's not like I even hate those games, but you get stuck at that table with that person but out of respect to them. You want to finish the game. Yeah, and yeah. You're essentially done with like in your mind. You're like, ah, yeah. but it would you know, be a good sport and finish the game. But in this, it was like you finish the game, the round is like 40 minutes, you make it done in like 20. And then you're like, oh, I actually have some time yeah. to go get another beer. And that's, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that. Cause I, I thought it, it was much more casual. I mean, it's hard to take it seriously, right? Because it's like, first of all, the decks are super janky, and you can just draw ice cold, you know, oh, hold yeah. a five, oh, yeah. and get wrecked in Terrible. four minutes. And I, I picked up a couple wins and had a loss in that fashion. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, this shit isn't serious. It's just a social call. Yeah. Everybody's just like clowning around and having a good time. It was kind of a breath of fresh air, I thought. For sure. And if I can speak to the intentions of the San Francisco folks, which I'm sure I'm completely off base with this, but I would imagine... And I've seen them do it. They sort of sprinkle in the singleton to break up the monotony of the typical 93-94 yeah. mm -hmm. uh, games. So they play casually just about as much singleton as they do the normal build. Yeah, it was it was cool. We got to see some weird stuff. Um, so I guess Roar here, he was kind of the champion of this little triad, right? Because you beat both uh, Bob and I. Yeah. I. yeah, my first time went hot into the last three. They, uh, they were all close. I don't feel like I had any... Um, non-games which i would be grateful for so you were um, three and three yeah okay. and just like just kind of felt like just fell right back down the ladder like i was climbing up feeling good and then but you know i that's what i get for playing the fallen i come <laughs> yeah, yeah. so explain what that card does because i didn't even know what that card did when you played it so, so if i have to say my major one of my favorite things about the format at least was like i feel like whenever i build a deck in old school i wouldn't go so far as to say it's an entirely like solid format but like every time i make a deck i want to say like three quarters of my deck is already decided before I start making like style calls. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like absolutely. before I'm like, I'm already, well, I know I'm going to run this, these lands, these restricted cards, this, that, this, that. And I feel like I knew I had to run white because of disenchant, dust to dust, divine offering. I figured I'd run into artifacts. And so I knew I had to run that um, just al alone, but that's only three spells in your deck. <laughs> and then suddenly when I'm like, oh my God, I ran fucking... Barl's Cage, it's, you know, like, because I was like, I don't know, maybe. So like, it, what does that do? Oh, well, firstly, first, the, the Fallen, um, hot tech, uh, one, and, hot tech. one and three black for a two, three. Uh, whenever, he, or at the beginning of your upkeep, he, the Fallen deals one damage to each um, opponent that he has previously damaged. Mm -hmm. So my thinking, at least, was if they did drop a moat or something, if I had hit them, 
with him before that, you know, I could kind of he could kind of grind or get in little bits of extra damage. Like <laughs> if they if they outclassed him with a creature, then you know I could like still get some damage out of him. But it oh. it's kind of a weak. Strategy. It's bad. Oh, it's not, I'm not proud of it. Like the, it's not my uh, finest. The mana mind. cost was one and three black. One and three black. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And another another <laughs> another of my classy four drops though is Barl's Cage, which uh, for three um, doesn't tap. You know, it's not. It's it's uh, not a. It's a poly artifact or a continuous artifact. No, it's one that you can reactivate or whatever. So it's not okay. a mono artifact, okay. uh, but it's just artifact uh, card type anyway. But for three. Uh, target creature does not untap during its controller's next untap step. So it has to be tapped, but in the event of like Icy Manipulator or outside like uh, Kiss Met in the deck. So I could just kind of ideally kind of like lock stuff down. Right, sure. Long term. Or just free up some space, right? Like um, like you and I had kind of a drawn out board state uh, in the in the mid game where we just had some creatures staring at each other and you were able, you were able to lock away my Thunder Spirit in a, in a coffin. Oh yeah, I, I had the rips Sarah. on that one. Yeah, because yeah. it was a stalemate, and then I got Sarah, which wasn't still wasn't enough at that point. Um, but it was it was going to turn it around. I think I might have been at three life at that point. Like I was just feeling dead. Yeah. But then I had enough blockers, and then my next rip was Preacher right after Sarah, and it was just like, oh yeah, I was dead. Yeah. Was so dead. The, the funny thing about so I you were at like you we were both really low on life. Mm -hmm. I think you were at like. I don't know, I was at like two and you were at four or something like that. And I was one turn away, so you had already cast a Sarah and I was dead on board. And my top deck had been planes, but the top deck, or the, the, the card below that planes, was an eye for an eye. Yeah. So if you would attack, you would have, the way the board had been set up, you would have attacked with just Sarah and I would have eye for an eye and killed you on the stack. And see, eye for an eye is another card. You know, it's a lot of cards I did not expect to see that day. I feel like yeah. the most fun I was having playing those games was that I wasn't seeing like, yeah. all right, I'm gonna play this, all right, strip, go, all right, disenchant, yeah. go, like over and over. Yeah. Yeah, when it did happen, when someone did disenchant something, it was like a big deal. It was a game bust. It was like, oh God, right. yeah. Yeah. rip that disenchant. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't right. like, I, I got a grip of them right now, actually, yeah. you know, like. <laughs> um, but that, so I played that eye for an eye because there, I figured there'd be so much big burn combo, like somebody's mm -hmm. going for a haymaker disintegrate or something. Right. And then you just channel fireball. I didn't see that. It's anti-channel fireball tech, right? They've already taken the burn on the mm -hmm. channel and eye for an eye. And, or yeah. you could fork it. It's the white fork, right? Yeah, reverse damage <laughs> also is pretty nice for I that, too. that too. Yeah. Um, so so what was your what was your damage? I was just mono white. I was four and two. Did we play six rounds? Yeah. Yeah, four and two. I lost to Roar and I lost to Andy McDougal, who was on Red Green Beats. And that one I just I think I mold to six or five and then flooded it from there. So that was just a quick beat down. That'll do it. Yeah. Um, and I just played like white, basically all the white banding creatures I could find. <laughs> um, you know, Benelish Hero, Mesa Pegasus, Pike Man. And how were they? They're awesome. Yeah. They're Did you awesome. ever like come into a really nice banding situation? Um, I won one game on a, on a band against David Velasco. He was playing like a Leviathan reanimator thing. <laughs> Reanimator, of course. As in anime dead. Anime dead rules leviathans and I don't know twiddle. We said leviathans though, or leviathan. <laughs> I mean, so it was just multiple. Anime yeah, dead leviathan. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It was, it was what optimism loop. this guy had. Yeah, yeah. Um, he always plays crazy shit. Um, the uh, I got my my uh, my mind grapes here. You were you one off a. Uh, oh yeah, the band. Okay, uh, it was a Mesa Pegasus, and a 
activated factory token or factory worker 2-2. And then I kept throwing a bird of paradise that I preachered into the mix <laughs> because my opponent um, had two creatures. He had a Serenib of Free and a bird of paradise. I preacher, he gives me the bird, so I keep attacking with the bird in the band because I get to assign the damage on the band. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna assign it all to the bird and then preacher his other guy away. <laughs> so he can't block that. It was basically, you know, like a, a, two, a three, three unblockable band. <laughs> so everybody climbed aboard the horsey. That's wacky. Um, so we're gonna make banding work is what you're saying. Like this taught show. you the value of banding. Yeah, it's, it's, it, makes some, it makes for some really cool combat tricks. Um, there was a dude, Acacian Flanks, or Acacian Soldier, whatever, that was, um, you could activate banding or first strike at will. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that one could create some pretty cool um, combat tricks. I'd say I was playing against Charlie because he was doing black-white as well, and he had, it was it was almost like just written out to be that way, where it was, uh, I don't remember what our turn one plays were, but then it was kind of like a Black Knight pass. Order of Lee Bird pass, Order of the Evan Hand pass, Black Knight pass. Yeah. And we're just like, stuff. what? Like, like, it was like a very strange combat situation. And then it was kind of tight at that point until he played Castle, which I'm not expecting to see. Which is, then I'm like, oh, all untapped creatures you control get plus zero, plus two. <laughs> so suddenly Good they luck all attacking had, into that. Yeah, so. Bigger butt. Yeah, that, but I, I'm trying, like, what happened there? I think I had a preacher at that point and then I was just kind of like, like, you know, Took care of them. Just, yes, sending in, like, suicide bombers yeah. at that point. Like, give me someone, and they're just coming in. You want to, like, you know, like, yeah. you want to... I mean, for me, I want to throw my guys into, like, that kind of cheese grater, I guess, or that, like, wheat thresher, but... That's I'll what throw I his guys into um, I beat... So, the, our winner was Evan Smith from Indiana, and his only loss was to me, where we just stalled out. He, like, countered a couple of good creatures that I tried, like a Sarah or something, I forget. Mm -hmm. A Thunder Spirit or something. And then I resolved a big Armageddon and just blew him out. Sick brag. Yeah. Then, <laughs> yeah, sick brag. And then, yeah, I own an Armageddon. Then I got a, a, a Preacher out and just started stealing his dudes and attacking with them. And just kind of ground him down that way. I'm always such a big fan of Preacher. I love that card. It's a good one. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but yeah, I, I guess the craziest thing I saw was, and I've never actually won a game with this before, but... Poor Ron fell victim to my Agrivian um, archaeologist chaos orb block. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lovely. So the archaeologist is like, you can regrow artifacts from your graveyard. And obviously I get the orb block going. And yeah. he, for whatever, whatever reason, his only creature removal spell in his deck was chaos orb. And he missed the flip. Oh my God. Archaeologist. What a, and then like three turns later, what he screwed, a bozo. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a out. shameful situation. You would think in this format you would want you'd run a healthy amount of creature removal no matter what color you're playing that that's that what made me that's what he made me paralyzed to white black he had paralyzed but that that's that not doesn't removal. really get it behind Th that's it does nothing to the archaeologist i built blue red dominic was trying to stress me the value of man of arms and i didn't doubt him but the the list i built i wasn't yeah. super jazzed on and gold fishing i was like if the bird because my only problem with burn is like if it's ever not enough you know, to kill the offender, right. then I have to somehow race them. Whereas like yeah. burn spells fizzle out where like a big beater is going to keep coming in. So I was doing blue red and I thought like control magic is fine. <clears throat> yep. Remove soul. Yeah. That's in, wait a minute, what is that card mean? Which one? Remove soul? Which is counter, one of the blue counter 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 creature. creature. Oh, oh legends. It's not bad, but I don't. I don't think you'd ever necessarily play it in old school. There's so many better options, but in singleton, yeah, I feel like pretty good. It's a very good card. Um, okay. So I, I had counters, but like. 
didn't have a lot of ways to deal with creatures once I got to play other than control magic or I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I feel like that was well, the it. coffin was good. Co well, yeah, other than non artifacts, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. then I figured when I looked at white black, though, I was like terror, paralyze, uh, swords. Uh, swords, balance, uh, wrath, wrath uh, preacher, then like it just sort of wrote it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it just sort of made sense, I guess, to me to yeah. have all the answers. Um, up front like that. The gnarliest play I saw was, um, I can't remember, his, his name was Peter? Yeah. And he was playing an all-international edition deck oh, in clear that. sleeves. Yes. And he resolved a, a, a Vesuvian doppelganger and then had it uh, mimic Ray's animated time vault. <laughs> so he got to build his own time vault <laughs> and it's untapped. Yeah. So then he can just I mean, I tap it each. Yeah, turn. he has to wait a turn, right? Because mm -hmm. it's something sick, but still, he like gets a free time vault <laughs> that way. I don't, I don't know what the resolution of that game was, but I looked over. And I just see that's fun. dude, you know, cloning a time vault. I'm like, God damn it, that's awesome. <laughs> my my craziest moment was kind of straightforward, but uh, I got to build a giant fireball by having uh, gauntlet and mana flare out. Mm -hmm. So I tapped six lands. And uh, I think it was six, and then I, I did a fireball for seventeen right to uh, Maldo's face, and he had a he had a serendip out, and I had a cap, copper tablet out, and he had to burn one the previous turn, so it was exact damage yeah. during his upkeep. So yeah, that's nice. That that game lasted literally uh, four minutes. Yeah, it was the quickest. I think, as far as I know, it was the quickest game of the the day, but. I'm surprised no one built Channel Fireball. Maybe the maybe Andy was, McDougal there, was. Um, you said he was he on red. red. Oh, okay. There was somebody who did it. Yeah. Um, cool. All right. Good. Well, I want. I didn't see it a lot, but yeah. I did, yeah. Well, you know, uh, uh, powerful combo. Yeah. Right? Seriously. <laughs> Channel's just a great card on its own. I mean, I've. Uh, I know I'd seen a list before I did where it's just like a mono green and it would just channel and just dump like a bunch of artifacts. You sure. Know what I mean? Like yeah. right away, yeah. and then into like a Titania song follow up you know but you could like get like a i mean you take six to the dome but like if i could like turn one forest mox channel triskelion like oh that's a problem yeah daniel picard really uh nerfed my artifact deck by playing <laughs> titania song actually because uh all my all of my super overpowered artifacts just became you know just dudes. vanilla <laughs> pieces of shit creatures i, I will say when i was playing and at some point, he had me like locked down completely, and I don't know if I was visibly frustrated. But how are you not? You know, you like everything is like relic bear icy. All oh that yeah, too. he was getting that a lot from all his opponents, including me. So yeah, so I mean, he had me completely locked out of the game, and I was probably like frustrated, just knowing I didn't have any outs. And he's like, "I'm playing kind of a Danny deck, huh?" And I was just like, <laughs> and I was and I was like, "Yep." And he's like, "I feel like I disappointed you." He <laughs> uh, oh, was man. working at Cyclopean too. Oh my god! I, saw, I didn't I didn't see that in our game, but I saw when you laid his deck out, and I was just like, I love that card. I really like that card. What was his win kind of camera? Was he playing black white as well? Or he was playing junk? blue white. Oh, blue white. Oh, that's right. He was doing Rubinia. Yeah, yeah. Rubinia was. That's and right. uh, Millstone was in there oh, too. That's, so I was confused because he had Cyclopean tomb, mm -hmm. but he didn't have any black. He beat me down with uh, artifacts with the Titanium song. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, he just overpowered what I had going on. Dust to dust in me, mm -hmm. to, to bits. So, power to him, more power to him. He, he finished in the top eight. That was great. Yeah, he that was a great. great list. Yeah, and he, he put some some work into that deck. We had we had tested the previous week, and 
I wish I could have gotten into testing. It always looks so like fun. So I mean, if we, I hope we ever do it again. <coughs> I think we will. Um, the impetus to the event was really Moss wanting to do a summer league, a Singleton league. Oh, I'm in. And I said, well, we probably can't start with that. We yeah. probably just want to start with a regular event mm-hmm. to see like if people have a taste for it. And I think overall it was received well. It's certainly something we can continue at least on an annual basis going yeah. forward. No, I, 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 I like I like the taste of it at least because. I feel like sometimes too, I I have the tendency to overthink my sideboard. Yeah. Like, what am I going to run into? What am I right. going to be? Eliminates the problem. And you yeah, literally, it's just like, just build the deck, play the game, win or lose, move on. Like, yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and I feel like that that's sort of in the spirit of things because then you get. I, although I will also say to counter to that, it made me did it, it it did make me take my plays a little more seriously than I think I would if I felt I was sort of slipping but i had a chance to get a different game in mm-hmm. where i was like this is the game dude you know what i mean <laughs> well, like, no, get your you shit I mean? together yeah seriously <laughs> like when i would be like well i'll just destroy that thing i mean I, i'm not really winning anyway but now i'm like it, i could like you know like this is this is quite a fatal mistake yeah, sure so yeah. it, it makes you like it raise the stakes and there was there was some uh concern and or criticism about the the setup that it was one game that it was 40 minutes is that too much time can you can you fit in a best of three and fifty? Yeah. And I don't think you can. Like there were almost every round we went very close to time, if not into turns, with the exception of one round. I think it was like round three. We had like ten plus minutes on the clock. So, but that's I think that's an anomaly. No one went to orb flips, no, but yeah. but multiple games ended in, in turns. turns yeah. Wow. But, I think you know, yeah. I think if we run back this format again, it'll, it would stay. You know, one I, game 40 minutes. I trust the simple. Beast. They play more of this than anybody else. They they've they've honed in the ban list. Being a pretty good time. I'm, I'm glad that they banned Soul Ring because that yeah. was that was uh, something decided. brutal in the Pescadero event. Like, you had Soul Ring, you were going to win the game. Basically. Yeah, often, yeah, as a case. <clears throat> so, no, I'm, I'm just a yeah. huge fan of the diversity <clears throat> of cards I saw. If, if any reason to continue playing, it's that, you know? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know the last time I got Goofy to see cards. Flood. I mean, there's you're seeing yeah, cards flood, yeah. that that don't have a home in any other mm-hmm. place in this card pool, even in a cube, let's say. Although Flood is very good in cube, I yeah. Flood, is, Flood is surprising. I, I'm always curious. I mean, there's always so many better cards to be playing, but I think it's fun when then you start seeing people put those wonky cards in action, yeah. you know? So this is a little bit of a segue, but um, there's that new London Mulligan. Yeah. And I wish we would have thought about it in advance of the solo con because it would have been a good time to news, test it. But the news hadn't broken. Yeah, hadn't it, been, at that point, it would have only been done at the Mythic. I, it was... And then that was well, it. Whatever. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is... Like, it, it would help that... It was Monday. Yeah, we're giving you a little bit stronger mulligan option. Yeah, true. Well, going, the, going forward, we have... But I mean, yeah, like, like we had no indication that it was going to be solidified. Right. It, they kept referring to it as like... Just potential, yeah. and they and they kept saying like they've never used it in any event other than the mythic, right? They used it in that. They did testing online to gather yeah. you know, background data, but what it have you. Just became official. So going forward, I'm I'm curious how it'll how it'll happen. And you know, Eternal Central has put out that the that the rules are changing immediately in middle school and old school, which I I, I like that it's immediate. There's no need to wait around till July or. How about make Jackson though? What what about there? Will they then go to the scribes now? Because <laughs> they're behind on they'll the... They'll do whatever it is they do. <laughs> but, uh, nice Taplar. It would have been nice. It, so, like, in, in, in hindsight, uh, that the new Mulligan regime will help kind of these ultra-derpy formats like Singleton, where you get to just see the full complement of cards. Oh, yeah. You know, because you're Sculpt your hand a little you know? better, and I think it's going to help combo as a whole. <laughs> 
and I think it's going to help complaining about strip mine in Eternal Central Old School. So, Steve and Indian, if you're listening, you know, get ready. The new there's a new day. You're going to have more chances to draw the lands you need, and there'll be less non-games. Wait, I thought I was the only one that gets mana screwed. Uh, well, that's your own fault. <laughs> that's because you can't build a deck right. Oh, wow. so. <laughs> that's a known fact. Uh, so yeah, new mulligan coming up. That'll be fun to fun to test around with. So, so next yeah, is 95. So SCG Con is is sort of like the next big event. Or Friday? It's Saturday, I or believe. This weekend? Yeah, that's the next big event on the national calendar. So it'll be, it'll be curious how that works out. Mm-hmm. We'll have to wait and hear back from. Uh, Jaco, Mr. Tinted Shades himself, <laughs> Godfather of Pimp, self-proclaimed. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, check that out. Um, is there anything else? Do we want to hit on anything for old school players' ball? Or uh, well, the on sale has come and gone. I want to thank the Pitcast crew for the ribbing they gave me last week. <laughs> the joyfully uh, uh, earned. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, uh, I, I will. I will put some blame on my cohorts, but. Uh, anyway, we're really excited about it. I have, uh, I can give one sort of exclusive, if, if that's interesting to you, Moss. Yeah, no, sure. All right, well, here's a PitCast exclusive nugget for your <laughs> fucking dome. And uh, that is Mr. Drew Tucker is going to be creating a piece of original art to serve as our background piece uh, uh, this year. We're going to try to do play mats in time and everything. He's oh, man, he's hard at work. How'd you get a hold of him? I contacted him through his website, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And he's a super great guy, easy to communicate with. Uh, we, we see eye to eye on this concept and everything. I'm not going to give away the, the no, whole no, no, farm yeah. right yeah, now, yeah, but... you got to keep some held back. So, but it cool. will be an a original, unique, Chicago-centric uh, uh, piece of MTG old school lore uh, art. So it's sort of a take on a classic piece of his uh, that I've been into for a long time. And Angry Mob? Uh, not quite, but <laughs> I wouldn't tell you if you did get it right, but no, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. not Angry Mob. Would you react differently if we got it right? Like, kind of give like a I, pause? I, I would <laughs> absolutely a smile. I would hesitate. Great. I mean, you can't. <laughs> The, the listeners can't see. The listeners can't. You heard it here first. <laughs> they're not going to see me wink. You know, they can't hear a wink. So oh, I'll, yeah. I'll wink when you get it right. All right, all right, all right. But uh, no, that's right. it. Is it's it coming right? up. It's on the th- Saturday, the thirty-first of August. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> now they have to commission a new one. He just. Oh, well, I know it's it's going to get expensive, but anyway, we're we're really excited to work with Drew Tucker. He's a fantastic guy. The art's going to be insane. We're going to do play mats. We're going to try to have those ready for the event. You know, Jayco can throw them up on the e-store or whatever the plan is for that. But more to come, more yeah, to come. So keep an eye on the uh, on the old interwebs. And we'll... Genuinely one of my favorite magic artists, too, not just because like, he's available for this, but... Like, I, just, I know. Yeah. I, did, I did reach out to Teton, but he's... Wholly booked up. He's good, as you might know about him. He's got a backlog of. of yeah, he's, he's, he's a very my, slow guy. Yeah, he's had a couple his, cards of mine for going on a year. Yeah. So anyway, he said, "I'm not taking any new work. I'm just <laughs> trying to man. trying to work down the pile. Maybe I'll get to Moss's stuff. Maybe I won't. No, <laughs> probably just he probably just shredded those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Use it to pay pay for gas or something. Yeah, they're <laughs> worthless anyway. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about what we saw from MobsterCon. That looked like a good time. Okay. 
what a crazy idea. I mean, I think I think Mano pulled it off. So cheers to him. They they sold out like I think they had all the teams. I think it was like going to be thirty some teams. So that's pushing a hundred people. I don't know. I don't have exact numbers. Yeah, uh, but you know, very graciously he took down his own event. So I mean, <laughs> hey, if you can, why not? I think he might be the first person to do it. I don't know. I can't think of another organizer that's. How did their team rules work? Because. When we've done it in the past, it was different formats, right? But they had same format. I do believe it was unified deck construction because okay, I guess I've, cool. I've only peeped out of a couple of the lists, and I know uh, Will McGran just posted a big write up. I got to ch- read that out. Uh, so yeah, it, it seemed really interesting. I'm jealous that it was uh, adjacent to one of the best uh, delis, like Jewish delis in the entire country, uh, and Dom went. Uh, who did he team with? I don't know who he team with. That's a good question. But he said he bought uh, a sandwich, which was like over $30, a giant hunk of meat, and half a loaf of bread. That was their sandwich <laughs> at, the, at the deli, which I'm sure was incredible, and I bet he killed it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. I don't know about all that bread, but... Yeah, that's a lot of carbs. I bet man. he took down all that meat. Yeah. <laughs> Spent some quality time He's on a meat man. Yeah, well, hey, it's New Jersey, so what else you got to do? Right. But uh, it sounded like a great time. I had some FOMO. I, it, was, it was back-to-back weekends of FOMO for me because I didn't get to go to bootleggers. I didn't get to go to MonsterCon. Yeah, I'm, stuck, to I'm stuck here working like an asshole. What were the teams, uh, so, or what were the uh, different formats in that one? No, they, so they it, played it was, all old school. It was all old. unified card pool, right? So you couldn't have... Oh, only old school, not different. Okay. And, right, not so like one Alpha Lotus amongst three decks. Right? Gotcha. And your one team had to win... Two out of three of the matches. Match up against another team. So whoever won two out of three game of those okay. rounds or whatever. It's a really creative idea. I'm glad someone tried that out. And, uh, yeah, I hope, hope they run that back again. And maybe we'll bring this brain trust over there and see <laughs> what's, see what's going now. on up there. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on the, thinking about doing another of the split formats team. Yeah, we, we did our own team event last year. And I, what was that called? Just Team Tactical. Team Tactical, oh, yeah. yeah, that's I would right. like to run that back. Cause, that I mean, would be fun. That would be fun. Because then you're drawing on different players, different skill sets along formats, mm-hmm. too. So it's like you're trying to... Because last year we had Legacy, so, so it's like... Vintage, hey, shit, Legacy, legacy and Old School. Right? Yeah, and, and it was interesting guy. the way that worked out, but now we're going to try to bring Middle School into the fold. Yeah. I don't know at the detriment of what format probably Legacy is the odd man out. Sorry, yeah. Legacy. Sorry, no, sorry. Sorry, no, sorry. Tyler, Tyler and Greg will share it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Well, they'll play middle school. They'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. What's the difference? You can play standstill in uh, most two out of the three formats. Anyway. All right. Well, we're at 33 minutes. I think that's good enough for this little quick one. Little quickie. Quick hitter. That's what you're good at, right? Yeah. In and out. In and out and in and out over and over again. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>